0: Come every or don't come at all You leave your pieces on, that's your call It never paid to be merciful Come every or don't come at all
1: Come every or don't come at all Alvarez, Klassen. Tadic gets it back to David Klassen who scores! Ajax football at its neat and tidy best.
0: It is Thursday, March 11th. Welcome to another episode of the Heavy Hitter Sports Betting Podcast, The Weekend Slate. We are coming in hot. We just had Europa action today. We had a good start to the week. Uh, Stapes, I know you're feeling good right now. Uh, all green this week thus far for you. We've got a lot to break down for this weekend slate. We've got a lot
1: to look over though. This is going to be a jam-packed episode. Yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a great week team. And, um, we made three official plays this week, uh, two in the champions league on Tuesday. Uh, and then we dropped the one here today in Europa and we cashed on all three. So yeah, no, we're feeling pretty good right now. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's been pretty fun this week, but, uh, we're looking to keep her going on the weekend here. You are seven in one in soccer plays as of late. Yeah. So in my last eight plays, seven wins, one loss. And that, uh, that one loss was uh, that Inter uh, lone goal against Atalanta There we uh, we were looking for the over one point five on the team total, so un- unlucky there. But uh, yeah, no, it's been pretty uh, it's been pretty good of late. So uh, we're hoping to, like I said, ride that into the weekend. But uh, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun here uh, this past week. All right, Stapes. Before we get into the the weekend slate, let's just remind the listeners what the bets we had going on this week. Yeah, no doubt. So Champions League, we. Uh, we started off on the, twos- the two Tuesday games. We had two plays in the Tuesday games. We didn't have any plays in the Wednesday two games, right? So the, f- the two games on Tuesday, the one was Brucia Dortmund and Sevilla. And we had talked about how Sevilla have to go to Dortmund and try and get on the board because they were down 3-2, right? Um, so it was going to be an attack, attack, attack. Uh, we had both teams to score and over two and a half. Uh, that one came in uh, 2-2 final there. So uh, Dortmund moving on because Sevilla... Obviously couldn't find that third one like Dortmund did in the first leg. Um, But anyway, that one cashed that same day. We also had Juventus and Porto. Juve to win and under four and a half. Now for those who are a little bit confused um, with the situation and what happened, I'll break it down. Okay, so the bet was Juve to win and under four and a half. So all Juve had to do was win within the 90 minutes. Um, The game went to extra time, right? So the reason for that was because Porto had won 2-1 uh, in Portugal in the first leg. And then Juve comes back and wins 2-1 uh, in the second leg. And therefore, it's tied and needs extra time to see who moves on. Um, so that that bet cashes with three goals in the game and Juve winning 2-1. Now, extra time happens. And we got to remember, I, I I forgot to mention... Porto get a red card in about the 55th minute or something like that. So Juve is up a man for nearly, I want to say, nearly 40 minutes with with the injury time, and they can't buy one. They go into extra time, and they still can't find it. Porto come around and score. So they get that second away goal, that all-important goal, and that's with about five minutes left in extra time. Now I'm thinking, okay, it's two-two here. It's over. Juve need two goals in the next five minutes, uh, or they're gone. So I don't, I don't think it's happening, right? About what? A minute and a half later, team man, we're watching this, and Juve scores to go ahead three-two. But they need to win four-two at this point, right? So we're thinking, holy shit, we're in for a, we're in for a doozy here in the last two minutes because Juve's is going to be pressing, and uh, you know, sure enough, they were, and like it was, it was crazy right to the bitter end. So. Uh, but Porto ends up in advancing um, to the next round. So good on this Portuguese side. Um, Juve, like we had mentioned in the first podcast, um, they're not as strong as they uh, they have been in years past. And you know what? Ronaldo's getting older. Uh, they don't have the company to help him out uh, as much. So um, am I surprised that Porto moved on? A little bit. But I, at the end of the day, if someone would have told me Porto would have beat Juve, that's not uh, that's not one of the biggest shocks in the world. But good for Porto. They moved on. Um, on the Wednesday card, uh, there was two games, Liverpool-Leipzig. Liverpool got a nice 2-0 win. We stayed off that. I thought maybe Leipzig could have been a play there, but obviously it, it wasn't. So I'm glad I laid off that one. Uh, and the other game on Wednesday was uh, PSG and Barcelona. And you know what? There was no value with uh, with the, in the goal market. Um, because of the, the first leg being 4-1 and whatnot, Uh And it, it ended up just being a 1-1 one, one draw. So, uh, yeah, not much going on there. Messi, Barcelona, uh, Ronaldo, Juve, both out of the competition now. So um, it goes to show, you know, these guys are getting older and, you know, they just don't have the uh, support cast anymore. And uh, it's a shame that uh, they've gone out like this. But, uh, yeah, Mbappe and Messi both find uh, the back of the net in that 1-1 one, one draw. Messi actually got uh, uh, robbed on a penalty uh, right before halftime, which would have gave Barcelona the lead and a little bit of momentum going into the second half. But uh, yeah, big save by the uh, by the keeper for uh, PSG. So um, yeah, we laid off those games on Wednesday, and then we obviously we had one play in Europa today, and that was Ajax versus Young Boys. We we decided to uh, go ahead with the Ajax club to win. And over two and a half goals in the game. So, my whole thought process here was uh, watching young boys and how they advanced um, against Bayer Leverkusen and so on. A uh, lot of goals being scored in those games. And I thought, you know what? Ajax, very high scoring team. They're at home. Uh, if young boys can get on the board at least once, I definitely think Ajax can get on twice. Uh, so, that was my whole kind of reasoning about it. Uh, but it, even if young boys had not got on the board, I was still um somewhat confident in Ajax scoring three times. Uh they're just a powerhouse especially in Amsterdam so um but uh yeah, I'm watching this game and um halftime it's complete dominance by uh, uh by Ajax and like I told you team man at the end of the game 94 minutes I believe they played. Uh Young Boys had zero shots on net and one shot off target. The entire game and that shot off target came in about the 5th minute. So they were completely irrelevant in this game. But anyway, Ajax scoring in the 62nd minute to make it 1-0. I'm like, oh, I'm thinking, okay, maybe this will open the f- floodgates a little bit. Uh, 20 minutes goes by. We're in the 82nd minute. We get our second one. I'm thinking, okay, I got about 10 minutes to get another one here uh, with uh, with injury time. And sure enough, the 92nd minute, 10 minutes later, uh, we find the third one and win 3-0. Uh, we cashed with the Ajax win and over two and a half goals. Um, that one was valued at pretty good money too, plus money. So uh, yeah, overall 3-0 and with the three plays we made uh, in the midweek slate uh, with Champions League and Europa. And you know what, uh, like you said, 7-1 in the last eight. So uh, we're feeling good. We're, uh, we're hoping for more green here in the weekend.
0: Love it. Anything that surprised you in the Champions League? Uh, and what are you looking forward to going forward?
1: Yeah, no, nothing uh, uh, like I said with the Porto. That was a little bit surprising, but uh, like at the end of the day, I'm not uh, overly surprised. And from what I saw from Barcelona last year uh, against Bayern Munich, losing 8-2, the fact that they lost to PSG doesn't really surprise me at all either. Um, That was uh, Liverpool kind of made me a little nervous just the way they've been playing of late. Uh, But they, they, they beat a good Leipzig team twice, Uh, both two nil keeping clean sheets, so good on them Um, obviously they're just having some problems right now in their uh, their domestic league so uh, they're gonna have to figure that out but uh, you know what I think a lot of their focus now moving on from Leipzig is gonna be uh, in Champions League so uh, good for Liverpool there and then yeah Borussia Dortmund uh, beating Sevilla that was uh, that was a coin flip in my opinion Uh, both good teams both scoring teams that uh uh, can find the back of the net, so uh, yeah, good for Dortmund. Um, they should uh, be exciting to watch in the in the next round as well. Um, obviously, still um, four more games next week, and we're going to break those down uh, on next Monday's podcast. But they those four games are going to play a big role in some of the decisions made this weekend, right? So those teams have those priorities next Tuesday and next Wednesday. Um, these Saturday, Sunday games might be, you know, um, resting a few players here and there. So we got to be careful with what we're, uh, with what we're doing, uh, for the weekend slate as for Europa league, the surprises, um, so far in, in the first leg, um, you know what, uh, totally expected that from Ajax. So good on them for, uh, for getting three there and, uh, pretty much ending that, uh, ending that tie basically in, in, at home. So that's what, uh, that's what I expected them to do. And that's what I wanted them to do. So, um, that was good. AC Milan finding the back of the net in the 92nd at Old Trafford against Man U that could turn out to be a big away goal in the second leg. So, uh, that was a nice little, uh, firing for AC Milan. And we got to remember they're without Zlatan Ibrahimović and, uh, one of their best midfielders. So, uh, that's a big, big draw on the road for uh, AC Milan. Rangers, team, man, your side here from Scotland, um, they did a job going to Prague and getting a one-one draw. They got that all-important away goal, and they got the draw. So now they get to go home to Scotland and try and get the win against uh, Prague. So that'll be a that'll be a great game to watch. Now that we see the, uh, that we got a draw here in the first leg, um, Villarreal, Dynamo Kiev, like I had mentioned. Uh, an under game I thought um, Villarreal was the better team uh, yeah they kept it under the total winning two nil so uh, Villarreal should move on going back home to Spain um, really the the biggest surprise for me T-Man and I guess for us you know kind of cheering for this shot don't side from Ukraine uh, they lost three nil to Roma uh, going to Roma um, that one really shocked me a little I thought I thought Shakhtar could, you know, put up a fight, maybe lose by one and try and and try and get it back in in the second leg. But you know what, they uh, they might have killed their hopes there for uh, you know the second leg. That's a that's a tough uh, task going back home to Ukraine. So um, Arsenal Olympiakos, the classic. Both teams are scoring over two point five. That hit uh, Arsenal three one win. I'm not surprised there really. Um, Arsenal should be okay moving forward. Tottenham Dynamo. Yeah, Tottenham and Zagreb. uh, As expected, Tottenham, nice 2-0 win. Keeping a clean sheet. Uh, (laughs) How how many times am I going to say Harry Kane? Uh, The guy just doesn't stop scoring. Scored both for Tottenham today. Um, Yeah, you know what? Uh, I was thinking about this earlier. I I said to myself, I said, why didn't I knew like I figured Tottenham was going to win this game. Uh, I didn't think it was going to be a very high scoring. Zagreb like to keep things tight. I said, "What in my head, why didn't I take Tottenham under four and a half goals and a Harry Kane goal? I just, I, it it is asking a lot at the end of the day, but like it happens all the time, man. Harry Kane is always on the score sheet. So if you're ever looking at a Tottenham play, uh, like Harry Kane, anytime, um, Tottenham win, like it was just, it was there for me and I didn't pull the trigger and I, you know, that's one I kind of regret, but uh, we move on. And uh, yeah, Granada mold, that one, not surprising either. Granada got a nice uh, clean sheet at home. They're a very tight team winning 2-0. So uh, yeah, as for Europa, next leg team, man, we got uh, we have some big games moving forward here and uh, it's going to be exciting to see a couple of them and, and see who advances. So um, yeah, no, I love, like we've mentioned before, I love the Champions League. I love Europa. It's an exciting time. Uh, But we got the weekend slate here, and we got to talk about that. So let's get after it here. All right, Stapes, you're right. Enough about the past. Let's start focusing on the future. Um, Yeah, we've
0: got quite a few leagues to discuss on. Um, Let's just get straight into it. All right, Stapes, the
1: floor is yours. Where are we starting off with? We're going to go to the Bundesliga team, man. Okay, we're going to Germany. What we're going to kind of look at this weekend is just break down a couple of the leagues here go through the games that have some value. Um like I said with with some teams that have uh bigger priorities next week, midweek, early midweek, Tuesdays, you know. Um I think we might, you know, want to see the lineups and see who's playing um where the line movement goes here in the next couple of days. So, uh just be careful when you're making these decisions. Uh, I'll suggest some uh, you know, some quality leans here. Uh, and where my head's at going into the weekend. Um, I'll probably talk about some games where I think um, definitely should happen, where I'll probably pull the trigger. I just want some confirmation. But uh, we'll start with the Bundesliga, and we'll start with um, the the 9.30 slate on Saturday morning. So right away, uh, I see Freiburg on the road against Mainz. I keep talking about this Freiburg team. Uh, I'm trying to get some hope with them. Obviously, if they, you know, they keep failing me here. Um, they've been good to me, but uh, I've had a couple times where they failed me. So I, um, I, I just see a Freiburg side that can beat this Mainz team. Mainz is no, they're not that good. They, uh, like they're fighting relegation. I just, I don't see uh, much value in this Main side. Mainz is actually a slight favorite here, uh, but like at two point six two for a Freiburg win, uh, I just see. I, I just see like value there. There's there's that opportunity for Freiburg to win this game. Um, you can even look at a possible uh, draw no bet with this Freiburg team at 1.83. I mean, there's good value there. So in case of the draw, you get your money back. Uh, I really think this Freiburg team can beat this main side, but uh, um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll just keep that as a lean for now. Bayern Munich on the road uh, going to Werder Bremen. Okay, so Bayern Munich have a game midweek. Uh, against Lazio in the Champions League coming up. Now, they are at home for that. They have already scored four away goals. I don't expect uh, much of a layoff this weekend uh, in preparation for that. They should be okay moving forward. Um, So I'm thinking Bayern Munich all the way here. Uh, No value, obviously, but if you want to throw it in a parlay piece, um, yeah, that'll definitely work. Um, The next game as well, Wolfsburg against uh, Schalke. Um, yeah Wolfsburg at home valued at 1.3 they should definitely get the job done there Um, so right away I I see like Bayern Munich I see Wolfsburg throw those two in a parlay with uh, something else and that even that something else uh, the Sunday game there uh, we got Stuttgart versus Hoffenheim throw that with both teams to score in that game Uh, I mean you're talking plus money with a Bayern Munich win a Wolfsburg win and both teams to score in Stuttgart and Hoffenheim I like that parlay uh, it's a little three-teamer it should cash I don't see why it wouldn't uh, there's got to be some big mistakes or some big issues uh, you know if if Werder Bremen um, get a result out of Bayern Munich or if Schalke get a result out of Wolfsburg and like Stuttgart Hoffenheim just screams goals so um, yeah like if if that if something goes wrong in that that shame on me like that uh, th- that should definitely hit uh Bayer Leverkusen again on Sunday morning they're at home against uh, Byfield. Uh I just I don't I don't understand why Leverkusen would lose that game. I just I can't see it. They're fighting to uh get into a Champions League spot for next year. Um so games like that at home against a uh you know a team fighting relegation, there's no reason they should lose that game. Um another good parlay piece valued at a, about 1.4 so uh, that looks really good to me. Okay, here's a game that kind of piques my interest, and I'll uh, I'll wait for lineups because of the the teams that just played. Okay, so listen up here. RB Leipzig at home against Eintracht Frankfurt. Okay. The Classic is valued at about 1.86 here, so pretty good money here on both teams to score and over 2.5. My reasoning behind this is Leipzig just played a away game against Liverpool, right? Midweek, they're going to come home. They're obviously frustrated. They're now out of Champions League, a uh, little disappointment. Uh, maybe that's a chance for this Freiburg side to, uh, you know, to get on the board and attack early. Uh, does Leipzig get on the board against Frankfurt? Absolutely. Um, it's going to be a matter of Frankfurt getting on, which I think they can. The way they've been scoring goals with Silva and, uh, you know, that jokefish from uh, from Real Madrid coming back, uh, they have that offensive power um, and then you're looking for that third one. and. and to be honest, I don't see why one of these two teams can't find a second goal here. So, um, yeah, the the classic r- looks really good. I, like I said, though, I want to wait for lineup checks, make sure Leipzig actually have a quality team in um, and they're not resting players that had played midweek. Uh, I expect a full lineup from Frankfurt as this is their the only thing they're playing for and they're fighting for position for next year as well. So uh, that looks really good. Also the classic in Stuttgart and Hoffenheim, like I just mentioned with both teams of score in that game, throw the classic in there, maybe in a parlay, it's only valued at about 1.7. Um, so there is some value in a single bet there. If you're looking at that, both teams are scoring over 2.5. Uh, but I would maybe be careful and don't throw, you know, like a full unit on that, maybe throw it in a little parlay, little hack, a bet there. But, uh, uh yeah, the Sunday slate, there's three games in Germany. They look pretty good to me. Uh, I see, I don't see why Leverkusen shouldn't win and I see goals in the Leipzig Frankfurt and the Stuttgart Hoffenheim game. So, uh yeah, Sunday slate looks pretty good. Uh Bayern Munich win should happen, Wolfsburg should happen. Um but yeah, other than that, uh, Germany's done. They look good there. Let's go on to uh let's go on to Serie A. Man, we'll talk a little Italy here little Italy action here Italian action love it okay so uh yeah right away you got on Friday you got Lazio versus Crotone and you also have Atalanta versus Pisa. okay the reason these two are playing at home on Friday is because both have uh priorities midweek therefore laying off them they are valued way too high at um you know minus 400 prices um so it just it doesn't intrigue me at all, especially with what they have upcoming. I I don't want to risk uh, you know a potential tie or a potential uh, mistake happening or some rested players. So uh, leave leave those both alone. I, I really wouldn't touch them. They should they win absolutely, but I would just be careful. Uh, not much interest on the Saturday card there. There's three games. Um, some pretty boring teams there. Uh, moving on to Sunday. Uh, That's where you get your Inter Milan's uh, versus Torino. They're on the road. Uh, A good play here looks like an Inter win and under four and a half. Um, Torino's a side that doesn't give up a lot, but they don't score a lot either. You could maybe even try Inter win to nil. Um, I I see this in my head being, you know, a two nil kind of win to Inter. I don't see it being very high scoring. I see Inter trying to get, you know, a couple on the board and get the job done. Um, but you know, other than that, it, uh, like that looks like a pretty, pretty solid play enter to win and minus, sorry, enter to win and under four and a half. You're looking at about 1.7. So, uh, you can even try maybe under three and a half and get up uh, into plus money. But yeah, Inter win under four and a half looks good for a nice little piece of parlay at 1.7. Okay. Now here we go. I hate to say this but I'm going to do it because I I should wait for lineups. You know what? I'm going to wait for lineups, but listen up. This is pretty much an official play.
0: So not quite an official play. I just want to see,
1: I just want to see what AC Milan throws out uh, on Sunday afternoon. I'm expecting to have quality players out there. Remember they just played against United, right? Got a emotional tie, emotional win, basically scoring that away goal. So, Uh, That's a win in AC Milan's books. Now they are at home against Napoli. And what can I say about this Napoli side? Mertens and Signe, they're healthy. They're scoring goals. They are scoring again like the normal Napoli side that we've seen in the past, but they are giving up goals. I watched the game against Bologna where I had Napoli and under, and my God, was that terrifying. The amount of chances that were happening. Uh, They drew 3-3 with Sassuolo. So there's... A uh, lot of goals coming uh, within within this Napoli side for and against. So um, I definitely see uh, the potential of, uh, of both teams to score in over 2.5. Now, here's the here's the play here, though. Both teams to score is just 1.7, which is pretty good by itself. Over 2.5, you're looking at 2.1, 2.2. Both teams to score in, and over 2.5. So that's pretty good value for both teams. For two teams that are scoring goals and giving up goals. Um, so like I said, you can pretty much take this down right now uh, as an official play on both teams to score and over 2.5. But I'm just going to confirm with the lineup of AC Milan on Sunday afternoon. And I will definitely tweet that if it's 100% going to be an official play. But I'm definitely leaning towards that. That looks like great value and looks like a must right now with these two sides.
0: You're playing it safe. You're playing it smart. I like it. Not getting too ahead of yourself. You got a lot of confidence coming into this weekend. You know what? I joked with you earlier. Well, I team said man, you I'm, were going to start making some dumb plays. Otherwise. I'm pretty horny right now, right? So uh, I just want
1: to throw out shit and fucking hope for the best. But we're going to take it slow. We're going to wait for the lineup. And once I see a couple players that, you know, okay, these guys are in. AC Milan can score. I'm going to do it. Uh, both teams score scored over 2.5. Just for that, like, to be valued at over... Uh, 2.0 into plus money, uh, it's insane in my opinion. With the way Napoli have been conceding and scoring, and just the way AC Milan is too. Like, there's just the, these two teams scream goals, and they're playing each other. Uh, they're they're hot and they're leaky. Like, uh, yeah, goals, goals in that game for sure. Uh, make sure you're on that one. Uh, I'll be talking about that one on Heavy Hitters 94 on Twitter. Go follow us. We need followers. Damn it. All right. Just to run down uh, some of the Premier League Premier League plays here uh, in England. So Saturday morning, you can better believe I'll be up watching this one. 7:30 start. Leeds Chelsea, very good game. Um, you know what? Uh, we uh, we've talked about this Leeds side before with uh, with how they you know they can score goals here and then they just don't score. Uh, they played West Ham, had chances, couldn't score. This is a Chelsea side that we, we keep talking about with the Tuchel movement here. This guy has done wonders. Um, I have got plenty of love for Tuchel. Well, I just don't know what to say. Like, the, um, the way he has turned this Chelsea side around, Chelsea was a mess, a mess under Frank Lampard. And now Tuchel has them keeping clean sheets left, right, and center, uh, winning low-scoring games. Uh, we cashed with Chelsea last weekend. Uh, with Chelsea win and under four and a half. So like, uh, I can see it again. My only concern, now here's a concern, like I would normally throw out this play as Chelsea and under four and a half, lock it in. You're getting plus money that way. But my only concern is Wednesday, they have a game, a very important game against Atletico Madrid. That tie is definitely not over. So um, in the Champions League. So I feel like there might be a little focus on that. And maybe, you know, a look ahead spot here uh, against leads so it's you got to be careful because uh, like i said if leads if leads do find the back of the net do find a little confidence um, they are they are a team that can score goals so uh, you just got to be careful with this lead side but the way chelsea have been going i just oh my god i don't know what to say like tuchel has this team playing um very very strong right now so um yeah take a look at the lineup Chelsea throws out that's the thing though with Chelsea they have a great bench uh they have a lot of potential p- players that can play uh in different spots so yeah good looking Chelsea there uh City Saturday afternoon uh they just crushed Southampton 5-2 uh made quick quick work out of Southampton uh they they go to Fulham uh should be another City win there Uh, again just be careful city do play against gladbach on tuesday uh in champions league Uh, city again should be okay uh when they play gladbach but uh uh, like i said just be careful it's fulham uh you'd expect an easy city win um the potential of a draw if, if you said they drew you know it would surprise me a little city city should still win this game but uh I would just say with with the the little amount of value there, just lay off it. It's not worth it. Um, Moving on to Sunday. You got a couple great games in the afternoon here. Arsenal, Tottenham. uh, You should see both teams getting on the board here. Um, I see, you know, that that classic could roll in here. Even both teams to score. You look for a 1-1 game, uh, 1.7 odds. Uh, Pretty good value there And just both teams to score. So uh, that looks good if you want to throw in that Harry Kane anytime goal score prop uh take a look at that uh that look that that's never I would never ever say that's not a good bet cuz he can score every single game if he wants okay later this afternoon we have uh uh Man United and West Ham on this uh this Sunday card here um so yeah no this is a good this is a good game for again both teams sh- should get on the board here i think uh this West Ham team has you know, surprised a lot of people and they look really good. Um, I don't see why they can't find the back of the net with the with the, the offensive power they have as well. So, uh, you know, the potential of both teams to score in this game uh, at 1.7, just like uh, Arsenal Tottenham, I, I really like. Uh, I can see, I can definitely see both getting on the board here. And you know what? In both those games, if you're trying to get the classic, both teams have scored over 2.5. Uh, you're getting plus money in both of them. So um take a look at that. Take a look at those lineups and uh and go from there. But yeah, that uh that pretty much Liverpool plays Wolverhampton on Monday. Um uh, not much there. I, I like uh like I said Liverpool have been really struggling and they gotta go to Wolverhampton. So that'll be a battle in itself. So um that kind of wraps up the Premier League. Um nothing really in Spain has uh piqued my interest this week, T Man. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you, but I did find something in France that kind of really does pique my interest. Lorient um, versus Nice, um, two sides that, you know, give up goals and score goals. And the way these things are, these teams are valued right now at both teams to score 1.75. Uh, to be honest, I thought, oh, I like the classic in this. Both teams have scored over 2.5 before I even looked at the odds. And then I just saw both teams score at 1.75. I was like, holy shit, that looks good too. Uh, 2.3 odds for both teams to score over 2.5. You're looking for a parlay piece. Like I see over one and a half goals in this game, uh, just in case someone wins 2-0 or something like that. 1.33, that's a pretty good uh, parlay piece if you're asking me. Um, Yeah, so that's a a game where I can see goals and I just see uh, it's undervalued there for for the gold market. So take a look at that game. I I, I think, uh, I think we see goals in that game. Sunday morning, uh, Laurent Nice. Uh, Later on in the afternoon there, Monaco, Lille. That should be a good game. I'm just looking at the, the potential of a good game here. Lille fighting for, uh, you know, top spot in, in this uh, league. -er. Uh, They are two points ahead of PSG right now. Um, PSG in second, Uh, Lyon in third and Monaco, who's playing Lille this weekend in fourth. So, it's a good battle here at top uh, at top of the leagueer uh, standing. So uh, that game will be uh, that game will mean a lot for uh, for both sides there, Monaco and Lille. So that should be a good one in uh, in 1. But uh, yeah, like I said, other than that, not much in Spain that I love. I was kind of going through it. Uh, Real Madrid have a pretty uh, easy tie against Elche, but again, Real Madrid have a bigger focus in Champions League later this week. Uh, Atletico Madrid have some value against Getafe uh maybe they sneak out a win uh even money there 2.0 so that looks pretty good but i, I would lay off that uh sevilla at home against Betis. uh they're valued at 2.0 as well uh just be careful uh these those two teams like to uh atletico madrid and sevilla they like to draw a lot so just be careful if you're uh putting some serious coin on those two but uh yeah not much love from la liga this weekend uh uh, but that pretty much does it. Uh, like I said before, though, with uh, you know that Napoli game and with AC Milan, uh, with others as well, I will tweet them out. I will tweet the official plays. So be on Twitter, Heavy Hitters ninety four. Um, Whatever I see lineups, whenever I see line movement here in the next couple of days, injury reports, etc., I will uh, I will be tweeting about uh, definitely the the weekend plays and uh, you know trying to. Trying to stay green, because uh, you know we, we've been we've been on a good run of late, and uh, we're gonna try and keep that rolling here going into the weekend.
0: Yeah, let's keep that streak alive. Um, Stapes, is that all you wanted to cover for the weekend slate?
1: Yeah, that's pretty much it, team. And I just you know kind of wanted to give you guys a rundown of uh, of what's going on this weekend and and where my head was at with uh, some of these plays. But uh, yeah, other than that, looks good. Heavy hitters, ninety four. Twitter will have it all. Definitely,
0: you'll want to keep up to date on it. Obviously, we did not drop any official plays. We almost we almost squeak one out of Stapes, but he's playing it smart. Uh, but you know what? He'll be dropping them th- this weekend. Obviously, we'll, we'll plug it again. Fall there West. definitely
1: will be some plays, team man. Don't worry about that. We're just we're just making sure we have the lineups and the injury reports and whatnot all settled before we drop these plays. I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, with that. As I say,
0: every episode. That wraps it up, T-Man. Stapes, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for dropping the knowledge, giving us some potential plays. Yeah. Um, Like you said, we're going to recap the weekend slate, obviously, on Monday, and we'll cover the
1: Europa and Champions League for next week. Yeah, so Monday podcast, we'll have uh, that rundown for the, the next four games in Champions League and the second leg of Europa as well. So uh stay tuned on monday we'll recap the weekend and how it went and we'll look ahead to uh you know those uh those champions league and europa plays so can't wait for that but we got the weekend ahead of here team and uh we're looking to make more coin here let's go fucking a